Check it out, uh. I'm back and I'm better. I've been patient, encouraging changes. I'm speaking new language. Just the thoughts of a joke. Only people who've been round will know. I'm talking about owning something, giving my homie some, teaching their youth how to survive. You owe me nothing. I'm just a young black man with a dream and a plan. These are my thoughts as I share them with the land. Thoughts of an average show. Just the thoughts of an average show. Uh -huh. Thoughts of an average show. Just the thoughts of an average show. Welcome to another episode of Thoughts of an Average Joe Podcast. My name is Troy Jackson, man, your favorite Average Joe, man. And um, I want to do a little something different today. First of all, this beat is smooth. I ain't even going to lie to you. Like This, <laughs> this is one of my uh, favorite songs. So then somebody made a beat out of it and I figured it'd be... I don't know if it's perfect for today's episode, but I wanted to play it anyway. So today, right, I kind of wanted to talk about relationships, man. Relationships ain't easy, man, you know? It's hard work And I, I kind of wanted to get into Somewhat of the essentials of the relationship But then kind of expand on it um, I know this would be a topic that You know I do with um, More than just myself But A lot of people have asked me To start doing more episodes by myself They said they enjoy when I do episodes By myself So um, so you know We're going to try Um I'm going to try to do this and see how everything works. So, the essentials of a relationship. The relationship essentials, right? So, before I even get into what I think, I'm going to go ahead and read off what um, people have told me. Um, so, trust, work, uh, communication, whether it's positive or negative, is crucial along with trust. Not just in your partner, but yourself. It takes time and it's a lot of work. Um, that was DeAndre. Uh, Alexa said communication, not diminishing each other's feelings, being dedicated to actual making it work, not brushing issues under the rug. Uh, Farron said, uh, God, two people who want a relationship to work, communication, trust, actually liking each other, friendship, mutual attraction, consistency. Uh, <laughs> shout out to the Cal session when we learned being a fool said, I need them buns. Two times a day, three times on Sunday. But he tripping, but this nigga wild. <laughs> He's so stupid. Shout out to the Cal Session, man. Y'all need to listen to this podcast. That's dope. Um, Nesh said accountability, communication, recipro reciprocation, respect. Uh, Chanel said honesty at all times. And Tanisha said communication and trust. I agree with all those. I agree with all of those. Um, Here's what I think, right? After doing some research, the relationship essentials. These are the, I think I want to say the five most important things, right? Communication. Um, from core.com, the definition I pulled is communication is the process of passing information and understanding from one person to another. Um, like I said before, communication is essential, man. You know, communication is very essential like we especially in a relationship communication is is real essential it's part if you, you can't a relationship can't work without having communication you know what i'm saying you need to be able to express to your partner like you know how you feel um what works what doesn't work um a like this makes me upset or i like it when you do this or I don't like it when you act this way. And all those things helps you understand your partner a whole lot better. Um, what's the next one? Trust. Trust is a big one. Belief that someone or something is reliable, good, honest, effective, etc. That was Merriman Webster's Dictionary. Um, <laughs> trust is a huge one, man. If you don't trust your partner, why are you with them? 
once again, if you don't trust your partner, why are you with them? It's, it's pointless. It is ap- it's, it's absolutely pointless, in my opinion, to be with someone if you don't trust them. You know? Like, you have one job, and that's to make sure that, that's to make sure that your partner, you make sure that you trust your partner and your partner trusts you and nothing can get in between that trust because when the trust is gone it's very hard to get it back absolutely hard to get it back um what else consistency i don't have a definition for consistency but basically just being consistent in what you do doing the same thing over and over and over again you know what i'm saying um what else do i have on here which is honesty Honesty is very important. Honesty is when you speak the truth and act truthfully. Honesty is is key. Honesty and trust pretty much go hand in hand. But honesty is is is, is <laughs> yo, it's it's very important. Like because if you can't be honest with your partner, then the doubt starts to come in. Then the trust, the not being the not being able to trust you starts to come in. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't. Like, if my partner don't trust me, there's really no reason for us to be together. Because I'm not saying this is all people, but once a woman loses her trust in you, it's it's hard to get it back, man. Like, you're going to be fighting. Like, if you really want to make that work, you're going to be fighting. And it's going to be a lot of long nights. A lot of long nights. A lot of suffering. But you got to be able to put in that work. Um, And then the last one. Selflessness. Which is concern more with the needs and wishes. You're concerned more with the needs and wishes of others than with one's own. <sighs> That's a big one, man, because you have to be able to look at it from a different perspective. You can't just, in a relationship, it just can't be you. It just can't be, oh, this is what I want and this is how it has to be because you're going to push the other person away. You're going to push your partner away. You know, and nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Like, if all you're going to be is selfish, yeah, if you're going to be selfish, then you don't need to be in a relationship. Work on yourself until you get into a relationship. And I, I, like I said, I ain't no relationship guru, man. It's just with me being in a relationship now, I see how hard this is. And I'm going to get into more of that later, but I see exactly how hard this relationship stuff is, man. Like, it's work, it's a lot of work. You know what I'm saying? To the people that's married out there, man. People that's been, you know, um, rocking for 30 plus years. For the people that's been married for five plus years. People that's been in relationships for like two plus years. Even a year, six months, man. It's a lot of work, man. Listen, my hat goes out to y'all. It's a lot of work. It's days like, yo. Man, it's a lot of work. It's a full-time job. Relationship is a full-time job. That's exactly what it is, man. It's a full-time job. And you got to be able to work at it in order to, you know what I'm saying? You got to be able to work at it in order to get better. Um, and then was the honorable mentions that I have here, which is a common foundation of faith, friendship, being equally yoked, and give and take, which is one person um, ain't going to get the way all the time, which is part of what, it is, what I just said about selflessness. Uh, you got to be able to submit to each other. So with that being said, right, let's get into it. So I was on psychology today, right? And they said successful couples have the ability to solve problems and let it go. They focus on taking care of the issue rather than attacking the person. Even when angry, they find ways to be upset and stay close at the same time. Once the matter, once the matter is resolved, they forgive and forget. And I believe this is huge. This is crucial. Um, you got to be able to work out problems without getting upset with each other. And even when you do get upset with each other, to still stay calm and figure it out peacefully um i said this on a couple podcasts before i think i can't remember if i did or not if i did oh well well i'm saying it again um the older i get the more i realize yo like i can't go to uh, i can't go to bed mad at my significant other like it's just not healthy for me like in the past please i'll i'll be like look you mad okay i'm gonna give you a couple days to be mad we'll figure this out later but now no because 
you don't want to go to bed mad at your partner and then you wake up with that same negative energy always try to resolve it the same day at least that's the, at least that's that's the plan that i'm trying to do now I'm trying to resolve it the same day you know um so at least that way we can at least start off in the morning with a fresh you know i'm saying with a fresh start i'm saying like the past be the past like bygones be bygones let's start this fresh like you know what i'm saying i'm here with you you here with me like we're not we're not going nowhere you know like this is it like this is what i want and i want you but we gotta we got some things we have to work out and a lot of people i feel like a lot of people right they they have this issue to where they get mad and then they say stuff they don't mean but words are permanent that's how i like to look at it words are permanent words can damage a, a relationship a friendship if you say the wrong thing it's like yo like they may never be able to come back for that they may never be able to forgive you for that so you have to be careful with how you say things in the heat of the moment like i'll give you I, i'll give you an example like um I used to have a tendency to say I used to have a tendency to say a lot of stuff that um I didn't mean when I was upset in the past and then I would see how much it hurt them and I'm like oh man like now I gotta work extra hard to to tell them I'm sorry like I remember a while ago I was talking to this one girl who had two kids. She really had nothing going for herself. Y'all know this. Y'all know her, whatever. We've been through this before. But long story short was, we got into an argument. And she said something. And it just triggered me. She knew how to trigger me. And she tr it, it triggered me. And I was just like, yo, why are you worried about me when you got two kids who you lost custody of? Like, worry about that. And I knew that I was going to piss her off. I was going to break her down. I did it intentionally. And she started crying and she was like you know normally just crying okay but he started crying profusely and i'm just like oh snap look i'm sorry like you just you just upset me but i but i didn't mean for it to get that bad and right then and there was when i knew like okay i have to watch what i say and how i say it in the heat of the moment because somebody could forgive you but they won't forget and you'll never be able to get that get that back you'll never be able to get that back so you have to be able to learn how to choose your words wisely unless like i mean and we're just talking about relationship standpoint i mean this goes to friendship standpoint too but i i, I also do feel like if they try if they trying you they trying to mess out of you and you feel like you want to burn this bridge to be done whatever i mean do what you gotta do who am i to judge you know because i've done that in the past too where people have tried me and i'm like you know what i'm gonna hurt you so bad to where you don't hit me back up and I mean, it's toxic. I've been there, but you know, I'm still learning. I'm still trying. Um, let's see. Give me one second here. <clears throat> so, Psychology Today has seven tips, right? And I wanted to go over these tips. It was, do you trust your partner? Are you and your partner compatible in the dimensions of intimacy? what type of person shows up within you in the relationship does your partner communication lift you up or bring you down how do you and your partner deal with conflict in a relationship how do you and your partner handle external adversity and crisis together and do you both have compatible financial values so i'm gonna go over this what they said one by one and then i'm gonna give you my opinion right so which was the first one which was do you trust your partner they said trust is, is the first and perhaps most important predictor of long-term relational success without trust none of the six keys that follow will have much meaning ask yourself the following questions in general is your partner reliable and dependable can you count on your partner as the rock in your life do you play that same role for your partner 
let that sink in for a second can you count on your partner as the rock in your life so when things go rough right and everything around you is just all out of whack can you count on your partner to be a rock can you come home and they know exactly what to say or they just know like okay you need a hug here or you need you know you just need time to yourself you need to be pampered there to get your mind off of that like i'm saying do they have your best interest at heart and that goes into how well do you know your partner do they have your best interest at heart can you literally sit there and be like you know what i'm having a rough day it is rough it is absolutely rough I need to vent to my partner and then you vent to your partner and you're just like yo thank you because I feel so much better now like I feel so much better thank you they're literally like your rock they're almost like your heartbeat like without them you can't breathe like kind of like the song that's playing in the background without them like you can't breathe like y'all complement each other so well how many people have that? Let's be real. Hey. How many people have that? Think about it for a second. Can you honestly say that, yo, my partner is my rock? Like, if I'm having a bad day, it's going to be okay. For example, trust is a complicated matter. Some people trust blindly while other people's while others have trust issues. You have to evaluate your partner's trustworthiness based not upon unproven promises or wishful thinking, but on an overall, but on a strong overall record of dependability. Like for me, right? I trust you until you give me a reason not to trust you. I give everybody clean slate. And then once you give me that reason not to trust you, it is hard to trust you again. Because in my like, for example. Um, I'll give you two examples. In the past, I've had girls that, females that have done me wrong. And I'm just like, yo. And so then they want to try to prove that it changed, but it doesn't work like that. Because now I don't trust you. It's harder to trust you now. And I'm just like, I don't care about what you did in the past. I'm always going to be thinking about, in the back of my mind, yo, this is what you did like for example um i used to talk to a girl that left me twice like we were trying to build something she left me once well i left her the first time well i didn't leave it the first time we just stopped talking and then after she got pregnant um and had the baby like we started talking again and then she left me to be with her baby daddy and then he didn't treat her right or whatever the case was and then she wanted to come back to me now always in the back of my mind like first of all i'm not a uh, captain save a hoe like that's not that's not what i'm doing here that's not, i'm not captain save a hoe but it's like yo i was there for you when nobody else was and you left me to get with him but now you want me back and it's like no matter how hard you try it's always going to be in the back of my mind when you don't when you don't answer or something like that is you're you know what i'm saying you have another nigga in, in the wing you have you have another nigga waiting in the wing to take my spot and I, I i can't put myself through that so therefore i gave you all of me i trusted you until you gave me a reason not to trust you and now it's hard to trust you again and that i guess in that aspect i have trust issues because once once you give me a reason not to trust you it's hard to trust you so that's the first one are you and your partner compatible in the dimensions of in intimacy and so from this article it's saying that authors ron adler and russell proctor the second identify four ways in which we can feel closely connected with our significant other the four dimensions of intimacy are physical emotional intellectual and shared activities Um, I don't really know what they're getting with this one. Oh, okay. So it's basically saying understanding one another's priorities and connecting in ways that are more important to both partners help ensure long-term relational success. Like I'm saying, intimacy. 
Some people like to be more intimate than others. Some people like physical touch. You know what I'm saying some people are more emotional. Um, I do feel like there has to be a certain level intellectual between the two. Not necessarily, not not like you know, um, not like way too much intellectual. But if I say a word you think is big, I'm gonna go out my way to make sure you know that word because I'm like, baby, the hindsight is not big. And then, do you have any shared activities together? Is there something that you both like to do? That you can that you connect with, that you can bond with, you know. Um, what was the third one? What type of person shows up within within you in this relationship? So we're saying, consider the friends in your life. Do different friends bring out different sides to you? Maybe you're more reserved with one with one and more crazy with the other. Perhaps you're patient with some and quarrel with others. A friend may trigger your high higher or lower tendencies. Just as a friend can elect a particular side of you, so does your partner. Consider the following questions. Does my better self show up when I'm with my partner? Or does my worse self show up when I'm with my partner? Perhaps it's a combination of both. If so, what situations tends to bring a particular side out of me? Fundamentally, do you like yourself in this relationship? That's a really good point, actually. So let me expound on it. That's a really good point. Like, does your partner bring out the best in you? Or does your partner stress you out and brings out the worst in you? Like, is it just like, oh, man, I can't stand this person. Like, oh, they annoy me. Like, why am I here? Why am I stuck with you? Or is it more like, hey, you go through ups and downs. But you want me to be a, you make me want to be a better person, you know? You make me want to be a better woman or man. You know what I'm saying I I want to change my life around for you because I love you so much that you deserve that. Think about that. Let that sink in. Listen, I'm preaching. We preaching today. You know what I'm saying? We preaching today. Matter of fact, I gotta give myself a gotta give myself a little round of applause. Because we preaching today. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> we definitely preaching today, man. I'm spitting gems. Um, does your partner's communication lift you up or bring you down? This is a good point right here. So, it's saying here that Don John Gottman of the University of Washington, a foremost expert, blah, 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 blah. Uh, he, uh, he concluded after 20 years of research that the single best predictor of divorce is when one of the other one or both partners show contempt in the relationship. Contempt, the opposite of respect, is often expressed via negative judgment, criticism, or sarcasm regarding the worth of an individual. In communication, in communication studies, this is known as being tough on the person or soft on the issue. An effective communicator knows how to separate the person from the issue or behavior and be soft on the person and firm on the issue. An ineffective communicator will do the opposite. He or she will literally get personal by attacking by attacking the person while minimizing or ignoring the issue. Ask yourself the following. Does your partner lift you up or does your partner bring you down? Is your partner's communication with you soft on the person, firm on the issue, or the other way around? What about your communication with your partner? If your relationship suffers from ineffective communication, the good news is that as as long as you and your partner are willing, improvements can be learned quickly and put to use immediately. That's facts. So, like, for example, from what I'm reading from the article, right, this is what I think it, it means, for example. Let's say me and my girl are going out to eat. And she did something that was dead wrong. Like, I'm trying to, let me, let me think of an example. Like, let's say we're going out to eat. And let's say, let's say we're going out with a group of friends and she embarrasses my friend. Like, I'm just, just throwing hypotheticals out here where like, she just embarrasses my friend. Like, hey, boss. like, for example, let's say, all right, all right. I got, I got it. I got it. We're going out to eat, right? And we had to pick my friend up. My friend was late, which made us late to the reservation. And we were on a strict timetable. 
instead of just saying, hey, why were you late? She scolds my friend, right? Absolutely scolds my friend to where my friend is like, yo, like, I need you to chill before, like, I say some disrespectful things. Am I soft on the person? Am I tough on the issue? Man, what the hell they say again? Hold on. <laughs> Are they tough? Or am I tough on the person? Soft on the issue. Like, if that happened to me, I'm going to check my girl. But I'm going to check my girl. I'm not going to check her in public. I'm going to pull her to the side and be like, look, you out of line. Like, I need you. And I'm going to check and be like, you need to apologize to him for that. Because that was out of line. That was unacceptable. That's something that didn't need to happen. But you, you took it that way. You know what I'm saying? It's also like... It's also like people will say on Facebook. Like, for example, it's... Uh, you and your girl going out and she's like two plus two is five but in reality it's four you're saying you're going along with it that is five but then you point her to the side and be like babe you know it's four right you're not embarrassing your girl in public but you're checking her in private and I feel I feel like that's key because you don't want to embarrass your girl in public or embarrass your significant other in public because then they're going to feel like oh okay I can't really come to him with certain stuff because he's going to try to they're going to try to embarrass me in public you know what I'm saying they don't they won't be able to confide in you um topic number uh, tip number five how do you and your partner deal with conflict in the relationship so couples with poor conflict resolution skills typically engage in fight flight or freeze behaviors they fight and stay mad sometimes holding grudges for years they fight and avoid important issues by sweeping them under the rug or after endless arguments with no resolution in sight they freeze emotionally and shut down someone who freezes in a relationship typically goes through the motions on the inside but has stopped caring on the outside successful couples have the ability to solve problems and let it go okay that's what i said earlier okay so let's let's dive into this i agree with this um that's interesting fight flight or freeze behaviors they fight and stay mad sometimes holding grudges for years i know a lot of couples that do this they fight and they hold grudges for years instead of and it's, it becomes a toxic behavior especially if you have kids now you're always fighting and instead of just hey, working on those issues other issues expound and so now like one issue happens so now another issue happens and another issue happens now that's three issues that you haven't resolved and you're just constantly fighting and then kids see that and then now it's, it's almost like a generational curse almost because the kids are conditioned to see that so when they go out in the world and date people they're going to be arguing as well not all not all the time but for the most part they're going to be arguing as well and now it's like yo you have this whole cycle when it couldn't when it when it could be avoided <clears throat> Or they flight, which is they flight and avoid important issues by sweeping them under the rug. This is almost just as bad as the first one, in my personal opinion. If you got issues, you need to talk it out. You can't just sweep it under the rug because it doesn't get resolved, and then it comes up, it comes all to a head. Like I saw this on I saw this post on Facebook where um, let me see if I can actually pull it up. Um, hold on. Let me see. It was, it was, I'm not real pull up. It was something basically like where uh, women don't like it or men don't like it when we, let me see, hold on. Actually, I'm going to see if I can pull it up right now. Give me one second here. Okay. It was a page on Facebook where it says, um, this one guy was like, I respect a female who is vocal. Tell me why you're into me. Tell me why I pissed you off and tell me how I can fix it. Tell me everything. Just talk. And there was a lot of women on that Facebook post that said that we don't agree. They say that we call it nagging or we don't or or they saying we don't want to argue when in all actuality they're not arguing. They're telling you how I feel or they pick and choose which part you want to pay attention to. So this is what I think, right? I think for the most part, at least I do. I like it when my significant other come tells me what's wrong with like what's wrong. Like, if you're mad at me, tell me. Because I don't have time to second guess. I do not have time to second guess. I don't want to second guess. Tell me what's wrong. So we can try to fix it. No matter how bad it is, I'd rather you tell me 
then to sweep it under the rug and then you think everything's fine and everything's not fine and now we have a bigger issue because you sweep anything that you eventually sweep under the rug is eventually going to come back to you you know what i'm saying you're eventually going to have to deal with it one way or the other so we might as well deal with it now and deal with it later you know let's deal with it now instead of dealing with it later if we deal with it now we can we can have a clear head as opposed to dealing with it later that's the way i look at it so i definitely like i said i'm not trying to sweep anything under the rug like even if i don't get to it that day i still want to i still want to address it i don't want to just act like it never happened because deep down inside you're not over it and you're not going to be able to heal properly because you can't (laughs) because you have because it's swept under the rug and then the last one of that one which was freeze behaviors someone who freezes in a relationship typically go through the most on the outside but has stopped caring on the inside so in my personal experience this is kind of like when um when females say that they've been that they they've been over their relationship that the heart was like they always say it's the i believe if i get this thing right it's the it's the heart to go first it's the mind to go first and then the body follows just like the same way you get her it's the mind you get the mind first and you get the body for the most part so i've been i've seen a, a lot of instances to where females will still have sex with the guy but they're over it they're just waiting to break up with it they still don't know how to do it yet but they're like mentally not in the relationship and when that happens that person is gone like there it's gone there is no there is no turning back they're finished it's a wrap you know um that's that's part that's that's key man like it's always good to talk about your issues like for example um me and my significant other we had gotten into an argument and we didn't talk about it that day but we talked about it the next day and we had a full-fledged conversation on it and she told me how she felt and i told her how i felt but we were able to address that as opposed to just sweeping it under the rug and thinking everything's fine and then it happens again and now it's a bigger issue because we never talked about that issue to begin with that's key you have to be able to once again communication man you have to be able to talk about issues no matter how hard the issues are um number six one of the traits of highly successful and enduring relationships is the partner ability to stand together in the face of external challenges a true test of relationship is whether two people have each other's back when times are rough consider these questions do external adversity and crisis bring you and your partner closer together or pull you further apart in difficult life circumstances do you and your partner act like adults or children can you and your partner share the bad times or only enjoy the good times uh, there's a quote that says companions have endured phys- companions who have endured physical challenges together form a bond that can last a lifetime which is true man in most long lasting relationships they've been through some stuff like they've been through some stuff They've been through maybe infidelity or bankruptcy or just hard times in general. Like, no relationship is easy. No relationship is just peaches and cream. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have to be able to really want it to work. And it's important to see how you operate in tough times. Like, do you get stressed or are, like, or are you the calm one? Like, for example, my parents. My dad's the calm one. My mom, my mom's calm too, but my dad is the calm one. She looks for him to lead, and he's the calm one, so he can, he can lead calmly as opposed to just like, yo, I'm so stressed, and now you're stressing the whole household out. If that makes sense, I'm saying like you have to be able, like, how do you, how do you operate in tough times when times are rough, when things aren't going your way, when everything isn't peaches and cream, when the honeymoon stage is over how do you deal with it when you have your first real bad argument like extremely bad argument like are you okay like when you're falling on hard times when you're barely not everybody's gonna be able to deal with this but when you're barely able to pay the rent like are you how do you make that work are you okay with that 
like how do y'all how do y'all spin that how do y'all spin that around and i think that's kind of where it says the common faith and foundation like what i said earlier because if that situation happens you got to have a common faith and foundation got to be equally yoked to help this thing turn around um that's key and then number seven which kind of ties into number six do you have compatible financial values which is numerous numerous studies have identified disagreements over finance that's one of the top reasons couples seek marital counseling as well as top reasons for divorce according to jeffrey Dew of the national marriage project couples who report couples who reported disagreeing about finances once a week were over 30 percent more likely to divorce over time than couples who reported disagreeing over finances a few times a month a few times per month Differences in financial values often appear early in a relationship. For example, who pays for the first date? What about the second date? And the third, is your partner happy when you give a thoughtful but non-monetary birthday gift or will he or she feel disappointed because you didn't purchase something? Additional questions to consider to consider include, is your partner generally, generally happy with what he or she owns or is there a constant, insatiable desire to always acquire more? Are you and your partner able to solve financial difficulties and differences as a team? That's facts, man. That is facts. Money is the root of all evil, but also at the same time, money is very important. Like, me and my significant other, we have talks about financial stability all the time. Because her thing is she needs need to be financially stable. And I'm working on that. But also at the same time, sometimes I feel like she nags. But it's nothing to the point to where like we get into like a really, 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 really huge argument. But it's like, it's like what the article said, man, it's, it's important. Like, I've been in situations to where, like, people wanted gifts all the time. And I'm not really a gift giver like that. And it's like, yo, that, that, that annoyed the mess out of me. I was like, yo, I'm done. I'm done. Like, I can't do this. Because you're expecting monetary things all the time. Like, I'm saying, like, if I didn't pay for your hair or... You know, if I didn't get you the latest Gucci bag or something like that, like you were like, yo, like you were calling me out my name or you were calling me broke or you were saying that I couldn't provide for you. But always make sure you ate. Always make sure you had gas in your car. If you needed extra money and I had it for you, I gave it to you. You know what I'm saying? It's just things like that. It's just it's just things like that, man. Um, but that's what I'm gonna do. Let me go ahead and pay these bills and then after that we'll get back into it because i still got some more stuff i want to talk about all right y'all um so there's this podcast that i've been listening to i really want y'all to check out um it's going to be called goals podcast um they're one of the one of the podcasts that i listen to faithfully um hosted by dub and um Lisa almost said Leslie <laughs> again. <laughs> they were about to kill me, but it's Lisa. Um, Gold's podcast is genuinely out actively lifting society by highlighting stories of inspiration, giving you unique perspectives, creating a safe space for tough conversations, and growing a tribe of high vibrational beings making a difference. They drop every Tuesday for new episodes to brighten your week. So check out for that, man. I highly recommend y'all uh, y'all listen to this. I'm going to go ahead and put the link in the description. All right. Listen to it. Let me know what you think. I'm also going to put their social media down there as well. Do you want to start a podcast but don't know where to begin? Reach out to The Average Joe Media, a podcast traveling company. They bring their top of the line equipment to you. Record your episode and edit it and email it back to you in just a couple of days. Monthly consultations also come with being a client as well along with affordable prices. All you have to do is talk and they will do the rest. Express yourself, speak your mind and relax. Let us do the work for you. Go to www.theaveragejoemedia.com to book your session today. Okay, so for today's Creative Corner segment, um, 
we have an artist called Tyler Tyler. Um, the song is going to be called By Myself. So once again, man, you already know, I'm going to put the link in the description below so you can um, check out our music and then go from there. So by myself, let me know what you think. Nigga. Cause if I want him, I could get him, I could get him And I ain't tripping, baby, you can stay committed So you can lead me to my motherfucking business I ain't attracted to no big flaws hitters They normally broke and they stay up in the rentals And they always bragging about what they packing And they quick to back down when it's cracking I'm not really in the mood, nigga, you can really move And boy, stop wasting my time And if we start making moves, then maybe we can groove till then again that was tyler tyler i think that's how you pronounce your name uh good all by myself all right y'all let's get back to the episode all right y'all all right so i'm back okay let's get into this um seven ways to build trust right the seven ways to build trust in a relationship say what you mean and mean what you say be vulnerable gradually over time respect remember the role of respect give the benefit of the doubt express your feelings functionally especially when it's tough take a risk together and be willing to give as you receive Ooh, that's a word right there man um say what you mean to me what you say i am big on that i am very big on that i feel like your word is your bond especially as a man your word is your bond. Your word is all you have. So you have to say what you have to say what you mean and mean what you say. You know? Because at the end of the day, all you have is your word. That's all that you have is your word. Um, be vulnerable gradually. You don't have to be vulnerable off rip, but you have to eventually open up. You know what I'm saying? Let that person in. To your safe space let that person into your heart if you want to, if you want to make this work because you can't just be guarded up all the time and expect 
people to just chip away at it eventually. If you keep, if you, if you have like 50 guards up and you're not, and we climb all the way to the top and we see another gate, like we're, we're going to be done. Like they're going to be like, look, I, I'm, I'm open to you. I'm vulnerable to you. I want you to be vulnerable back to me so we can take this next step in the relationship and you're not trying to do it. It's a wrap. Like I'm not with it. It's, it is what it is. And I don't never want to see somebody miss out on their blessing because of that. Because you're too hurt from the past relationship where you're vulnerable. Um, remember the role of respect. Respect is given. Respect is earned, not given. That's the way I look at it. You respect me, I respect you. Like, if I tell you my darkest secret or something I'm really insecure about, and then during the argument, you throw that back in my face. Like, let's say, for example... Let me see, just hypothetically here. Let's say, um, uh, let's say, for example, only have four, uh, like, let's, all right, let's, let's do this. Let's say, for example, I lost the leg, right? And then you're with me, then you get into argument. You're just like, yeah, that's why you a prosthetic leg wearing blah, 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 blah. You, you know what I'm saying? You can't even walk on your own. You know what I'm saying? That's real insensitive. That's insensitive. That's disrespectful. And at that point, like, they're not, they will never, once again, words, your words cut deep. Your words can hurt and cut deep. I'll never forgive you for that. I'll never, ever, ever forgive you for that. You got to give the benefit of the doubt. Um, <laughs> I'll give you a perfect example. So before me and my significant other got together, we had, um, she had saw something on Facebook. Like this one, we were like exclusive almost to where a girl had tagged me in something, which was just an old friend. Well, she had liked me at the time, but it was just an old friend. And, um, and I had to explain to her, like, look, it's just, she tagged me in that. It doesn't mean nothing. And she just she just tagged me in it. It doesn't mean anything. I want you. I only want you. And she had to give me the benefit of the doubt. She probably didn't want to, to be honest with you. Like, I, I, she probably didn't want to give me the benefit of the doubt. But she gave me the benefit of the doubt. And because of that, that built trust. You know what I'm saying? We're, it's, we're, we're stronger today because of it. Um, express your feelings functionally. Eve, especially when it's tough. So once again, man, express your feelings. Tell me how you feel, no matter how hard it hurts. Like I'm saying, if you if you cheated, I need to know, and at, at least give me that option to figure out if I want to be with you or if I don't want to be with you. I probably don't, but you never know. And same thing here. Like if I cheat on you, I gotta be able to. I gotta. I gotta be. I gotta be a man and be like, yo, I messed up. I did some things that, you know. You're not going to like, but because I respect you, I'm going to tell you as opposed to letting you find out from the other female. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I'm sorry. I messed up. I don't know if you'll be able to forgive me or not, but I owe you this much. I owe you this much at least. So that way you can figure out the next steps and process your feelings however you need to process them. And that could take days. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you really hurt somebody... Don't expect them to be able to get back to you when you want them to get back to you because you hurt them. They're not on their time. They're they're not on your time. You're on their time. Allow them to process their feelings and emotions however they need to process it and get back to you. Like, for example, right? Um, we all watch Love is Blind. Um Cameron and no, not Cameron. Uh, Carlton and Diamond. Carlton dropped that bomb on her, and Diamond needed that day to think. She needed that day to process. So she went home. She she went back. They slept in separate rooms, and they processed it. And then the next day, she had questions. And but he was defensive from the get go. He was already expecting the words and was defensive from the get go. And I honestly believe if she just would have let her talk and had questions, I think they would still be together to this day. But she had to process, you know what I'm saying, those feelings and those emotions instead of just saying whatever she thought in the heat of the moment. Process your emotions whenever you're ready to. 
and just get back to me. I have to be patient. You know what I'm saying? I can't. I remember. Uh, before me and my significant other got together, we had got into. I told her something, and it was like at that point, it was like a big step in us going towards being together. It was like so it was something I'm very insecure about, and I told her, and it was a two way street. She was always open with me, and it was kind of like I hid it from her, but not really. I just wasn't ready to tell her yet because I didn't know it was like. That could be a game changer or something. So, like, when that happened, at first she was kind of upset because she was like, why did you wait so long to tell me? And her friends had to tell her, and they was like, yo, you can't, you can't, you know, get mad at him because he decided to tell you when he was ready to tell you. Like, he has to live with that. Like, I'm saying, like, you can't, what he told you, he lives with every day. Like, you can't get mad because he t- because he didn't tell you when you wanted him to tell you or why he waited so long to tell you. And then at, on the flip side, uh, when I told her, she was quiet. Uh, part of the reason was because she was shopping, but she needed to process her feelings. And I needed to respect that. I couldn't just be like, yo, okay, I told you, so how do you feel? Let's talk about it. I needed to be able to respect that and be like, hey, I told you, I'm going to give you some time to process your feelings. And when you're ready, we can talk about this and take the next steps to whatever you want to do. Um, I think I ain't think she was, she was she uh was gonna talk to me after that, but uh, she did. We have the you. Know I'm saying. Um, and then number six of the seven ways to build trust in a relationship: take a risk together. Take a risk together. Whether that's moving in together or going on vacation together. Or, you know what I'm saying, whatever. You, you got to take a risk together. And then you have to be willing to give as well as receive. Like, for example, compromise, man. Be willing to give at, be willing to give as well as receive. Perfect example. Uh, I guess, I guess I, it's more on the compromise side. So, my girl's having a bad day, right? And... She's really big on Valentine's Day. I'm not. And it was a really bad... She was having a really bad day. And she... And Valentine's Day is like a huge thing to her. Like I said, I could care less about the day. But long story short... I saw that she was having a bad day. And she was stressing out. So I went ahead just bit the bullet. And I got like edible arrangements. Didn't tell her. Just after what her dress was. Came home. They were there. And it, it made her day. It legit made her day and it put a smile on my face and it was just like it was something that she could just you know come home to and it was just like okay like he listens he 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 cares like you know what I'm saying he listens he cares like he loves me like he legit went out his way to make sure that I had something for Valentine's Day after he said that he wasn't gonna do it and on top of that she was having a bad day so it was just it's the little things that matters that I don't think people realize. It is definitely the little things that matter. Um, Here's another one. I don't necessarily believe in love languages, but I do feel like it's important to know what your partner's love language is. So like my girl's love language is um, physical, physical touch and quality time. So, you know, we're in a long distance relationship. I can't really do the physical touch, but I can do the quality time. I can like we'll try I think I said this on a podcast before um I've tried to you know like we'll we'll have like FaceTime not FaceTime but Netflix movie dates on the phone just something to where like you know we can spend time together and then when I did go see her like that's all we did was spend time together like that was it and I just you know just just gave her kisses and you know stuff like that just to give her that physical touch you know uh, stuff that you know that I know that is important to her that is essential to the relationship like we didn't really do anything we just took a lot of naps together we uh went to the movies you know what I'm saying she cooked and that was that but that was enough you know what I'm saying that quality time was important to her because we don't know when that's gonna happen again especially with you know 
everything that's going on right now. Um, how well do you know your partner? Knowing your partner is key and they should be your best friend over time. Know when to give them space. Know when to show them affection. Know when to motivate them. Like, don't, like I said, don't push it too hard because you don't want to push it too hard, but you got to know. Like, for, for example, my girl's really quiet and I'm loud. So, especially with it being a long relationship, it's, it's harder. So, when she goes quiet on me, I may think that there's something wrong, but really nothing is wrong, actually. And then sometimes she has more of a, like, um, and then sometimes she may overthink. Like, she may overthink sometimes as well. And so, I think sometimes with 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 couples like there are some people out there that will they they get into you get into an argument and they think that you love them less like no nah, we we just got into an argument we got into a dispute i don't love you less because we got into an argument i love you the same let's work this out so we can be stronger you know so we can be stronger um let me see i have some more responses actually now um so, um, Clint says the willingness to talk through arguments, which, which we talked about already, which is key. And Philippians said, uh, a balance of selfishness and selfishness. You can't win all the time, but it's your responsibility to communicate when that topic matters to you. So like, for example, um, during football season, I would love it if my girl just sat down during football season and just wanted to watch the games with me. Maybe she don't, maybe I'm saying, maybe she don't know sports. Maybe she don't want to know sports, but just get into something that I'm into, whether it's, you know, sports or mainly sports, <laughs> mainly, mainly sports. That's pretty much it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, or maybe it's, maybe it's a particular show. Like maybe, you know, your girl likes to watch reality shows. I may not like to watch it, but because it's quality time, I'll sit down and watch a couple episodes with you. And then we can discuss it. Or maybe you like to read books. Let's pick out a book together and let's read it. You know, like let's let's read it and let's discuss it. Like, okay, so you, you where are you at? You're in chapter five. Let's let's discuss chapters one through four. And tell me how tell me how you saw that, and I'm gonna tell you how I viewed it. And we and we can put our things together and be like, oh snap, I didn't think of that. Maybe I didn't think maybe that's why such and such did this, or maybe that's why such and such did that. I tell you right now, one thing ain't compromising. I ain't going to no scary movie with you because I, I, I ain't doing that. So we're going to have to figure something else on that. But, you know, maybe, you know, you're tired one day and you're just sick. So I'm going to go out my way and you normally cook. I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to let you. I'm going to cook for you. Don't you know what I'm saying? Don't, don't get up. I got this tonight. I got this tonight. It's just me tonight. I'm going to make sure that you're straight. You ain't got to worry about getting up because I know you're tired, you know, or when it comes to people, you know, who have babies, like alternate, like, you know what? I see that you've been working, you know what I'm saying? You're exhausted, but I'll handle the kid tonight. Just worry, just get your sleep, get your sleep. I'll worry about everything else tonight. So whether that's getting, you know what I'm saying? Um, bathing the baby or, you know, uh, Whether it's bathing the child or, you know, changing his diaper or just, you know, spending time with the child so you can get your sleep. It's important because mothers do. A, I mean, parents do a lot, but mothers especially do a lot, especially if they have, especially after they have the baby, because you have the baby. And then, you know, your body's still getting you're still getting used to you. You still get your body still getting trying to get back to how your body used to be. Then you got the needs of the husband. You know what I'm saying you still got to cook clean. I'm saying he's still probably going to want sex and he may not understand how your body works and be like oh okay why are you denying me sex and then it's like not necessarily really it's just it's it's a lot so that's why selflessness is key man i'll give you a perfect example of selflessness so a friend of mine right i'm not going you know what i'm saying i'm not going to um say their names or whatever but the girl he was talking to at the time um the girl he was talking to at the time, and I believe they're still talking, had uh, was in a like a real bad financial situation, and they're in a different state. They were in different states, and he took it upon himself. And he was like, "Look, I got a place. I'm not about to let you be homeless. So, 
I'm going to buy you a bus pass to come live with me. That's selflessness. That's trust. That's taking a big risk. (laughs) All the things that we talked about, that's what it is, man. Like, I don't know if I would have been able to do that, especially not having all my ducks in a row. But he did it, and I respect him for that, man. He was like, look, if I'm talking to you, I got to man up and and be a man. I got to I got to do I got to do something about the situation that you're in to the, to the best of my ability and he did it. And if, as far as I know so far, you know what I'm saying, it's going good. You know what I'm saying? Like those are the type of things that you have. That's how you build trust, you know? That's Ooh, that's how you that's how you do a lot of things. Like My question to y'all is, right? How well do you know your partner? Do you think you know them because y'all have sex and it's good or do you really know them? If you were quarantined during a corona could you stand living with them or is it like uh i hate you like me and my girl i joked around a lot and we was like look we would have known real quick if um we would have learned real quick during the initial wave of the coronavirus if we wanted to be together or not being quarantined in the house ain't got nowhere to go and it's just us you learn a lot about somebody quick really quick you be like mm, this ain't going to work like remember that the episode of Fresh Prince um, where they were stuck in the basement and he was like look it looks as good but you ain't all the way there like this ain't it, we don't we don't click you learn real quick you know if you if you want to be together and that's why I feel like being friends first is crucial. If you're friends first, whatever you go through, you'll work out over time. And how much do you really want to be with that person? How much do you love that person? Like, is there, there's going to be times where I can't stand you, where I'm staying living next to bed, and I'm disgusted with you. Like, oh, why? Why am I dealing with you? But at the end of the day, do I love you? Do I love you enough to make this work? Do I love you enough to, no matter how bad your flaws are, I'm going to accept you and all. You know what I'm saying? Do I love you enough to where even when I can't stand you, I want the best for you. Even when I can't stand you, I'm still cooking your food. Even when I can't stand you, I'm still massaging your feet. Even when I can't stand you, I'm still providing for you. Or is it, you know what? I'm done. Like this isn't like the, the the bond isn't strong enough. You know what I'm saying? What we have isn't strong enough for me to stay. You you disgust me, I'm leaving. Forget you and your feelings. Or is the bond strong enough? Is the bond strong enough for you to be like, you know what? You irk my nerves right now. I can't stand you. You really disgust me. You despise me. Okay, maybe maybe I'm taking it a little too far, but you get the point. But you know what? I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to go through this with anybody else but you. You're the only person I want to go through this with. You're the only person I want to go through this with. It's me and you against the world. I took these vows and I mean it. And I feel like the older I get, man, the more I realize how important all this stuff is. Um, you know what I'm saying? In my 20s, I don't want to say I just wasted time, but I, I don't want to say I broke a In my 20s, I messed up a lot. I broke a lot of hearts. I broke the hearts that meant the most to me at that particular time, if that makes sense. So in my 30s, I'm trying to just use everything, incorporate everything that I learned and make it the best version of me that I can, you know? Honesty. Like... I've been I've been real like my in my relationship now I've been real honest and it's hard because it's a long distance relationship but I've been I've been honest like there's like I'll talk to her and be like look I don't feel like going to work today and I know how she feels about financial stability but I'm like yo I don't want to go into work today I'm tired but I push through it because one I don't feel like having that I don't want to have that argument <laughs> and two I know what the bigger purpose is like you know what I'm saying I know what the bigger goal is for me and for her you know there's days where I can't there's probably days where she annoys me and I annoys her like you know what I'm saying I hasn't got to the point where like there's days where I can't stand you 
but I'm pretty sure eventually it'll happen to worst days I can't stand you but we have to make this but I'm willing to make this work because I I want to only want to go through this with you our bond is strong enough we only want to go with this with you I'd rather go through this with you a thousand times I'd rather go through the good I'd rather muddle through the good and the bad with you a thousand times than go through that with somebody else because they don't have what we have and that's that's the kind of bond I'm looking for man but thank y'all man I'm wrapping, I'm wrapping this up thank y'all for listening for tuning in for subscribing um all of that man I greatly appreciate it leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts you know what I'm saying um or comment on CastBox if you go to CastBox and you type in Thoughts of an Average Joe Podcast you'll see my podcast pop up if you like an episode leave a comment you know I'm, I'm very interactive man you know um I'm starting a new segment to where I'm going to start a new segment to where if you have any advice, need an opinion on a situation, uh, you want to tell me something good that happened in your in your week, maybe like, you know, a, a milestone or something like that. Or if you just need prayer on the podcast, hit me up. Email me, admin at averagejt.com or slide in my DMs. I'll be more than happy to pray for you, give you advice, give you opinions. If you want your name on the podcast, let me know. If not, um, I'll just, you know, I won't, I won't say your name, anything, man. I'm just here to help. You know, that's all I am. I'm just here to help, man. Um, I love y'all, man. For real, for real. Thank y'all, for real. Thank y'all. Thank you, for real, for listening. It means a lot. It really does. I don't think y'all understand, but it really does mean a lot. Um, Y'all know where to follow me, man. Admin at AverageJT.com. That's the email. AverageJTPC. That's the, um, that's the Facebook. I mean, I'm sorry. That's the Instagram. Thoughts of an Average Joe podcast page. That's the Facebook. All right. Until next time, man. Philippians 413. Peace. I'm going to let the B ride out a little bit. Thoughts of an average Joe